Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Zoom session starts soon. To speak with attorney, please fill the Google Sheet. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is July 6th. The Wednesday time is about 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Ready and Newman has been conducted Zoom or conference call for the past 11 years. If you can, please fill the Google Sheet out. Those who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference. Uh, please fill the Google Sheet out. Only when people don't fill the Google Sheet out, we go to the rest of the people. Please try to fill the Google Sheet out if you want to get preference. If you're a newcomer, let us know you're a newcomer. Go ahead, Shruti. Venkatra. Venkatra. Well, you guys also need to know how to unmute yourself. Okay, good, Venkata. Mr. Venkata, we can't hear you. Shruti, can you hear him? No, Ram. Can you hear? No, you can't. Okay, we'll have to go to the next person then. Keep him unmuted. Let's see if he knows how to figure it out to speak. Sure. Next person, please. Prashik. Hello. <clears throat> Hi, can you hear me? Yes, Prashik. Your question is, can I have two locations from different places, MSS, listed on H1B? Let's say, for example, can you list two places, one in Florida, one in California, in the same H-1B, and can you file with with uh, in, in, with, with multiple LCAs or single LCA two locations? The answer is yes, you can. Absolutely not a problem. Okay, awesome. Got it. Thank you. The only thing is that the company uh-huh. has to pay the highest of the prevailing wage. You know that California prevailing wage is higher, right? And Florida is yeah. lower. They will have to pay yes. the California wage. That's the only problem. Okay. So, so the higher one, uh, whichever is, will they prevail. Will... That will okay. prevail. And is that? Okay. And could you tell me, like, an estimated how much uh, will be the filing fee for this um, an amendment? So, so the, oh, you want to file an amendment? Amendment is a four hundred and four hundred less than four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, because okay. uh, there's there's a location which is like 70 miles from which is outside the MSA where I am currently now. Yeah, so as I company, said to you, yeah. sir, yeah, you yeah. can file with two locations, sir. You're absolutely fine. I said Go California on. and Florida, you can file. So you can okay. imagine. Well, I'll make it Alaska and Florida. Next person, please. Go. Right. Thank you. Oh, hi. Hi, hi Mr. Robert. Can you hear me? Uh, so, yes. 60-day grace yeah. period ended. Yes. Yeah. Yes, my my company actually uh, laid off me on Friday, which is June thirtieth, and my active I ninety four status is expiring on July thirtieth of this month. So uh, when they withdraw my H one B application because I do not have extension yet, so will I have thirty July, days as per no, month? No, July thirtieth is your end of sixty days. You don't have sixty days. For sixty days, I ninety four validity must be there. Okay. So that means uh, there is no possibility of like uh, uh, for 60 days. I mean, my this period will be just 30 days from June 30 to July 30. You are absolutely right. Next person, please. Venkat. 
Hi, good evening, Rahul. Um, okay. I got approved H1B with Company A in 2020, uh -huh. and later I transferred to B, and also uh, eight months back I transferred to Company C. Uh, all of them are a uh, full-time position. Uh, question is, uh, if my H1B visa was withdrawn by Company B and subsequently revoked, uh, could it cause any issues for me in the future? No, no. If it's been revoked because they have withdrawn it, because you moved out of the company, absolutely not a problem. When, when would we have a problem with revocation is? If they revoked it for something wrong with the company A or company B, then there are some things that you need to discuss with a lawyer. But if they have withdrawn because you left the company, they are supposed to do it. But my company A still uh, shows uh, it's approved in uh, USA. That's fine. Okay. They, that, that they're, they're doing a mistake. They're supposed to withdraw it. If they don't do it, it's not a problem for you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's all. Hey Rahul, thanks for taking our call. So my ask is simple, like uh, being on H1B, can I create a C-Corp and uh, uh, you know uh, have a major shareholder from India? Can, can I run that company without working for it? No, you cannot. For you to run the company, you must have a work permit though. Your H-1B is only given to work for a particular company, not this consult, not this other company, which is owned by Indian Corporation. But what about if you are in H-4EAD? Can you do that? Absolutely, you can. Okay. And there's one last thing I need to ask. So having a GC candidate as a one of the shareholder, can, can I be part of the uh, company as uh, 30% and uh, Indian partner with a 40% in there? So 40% in real partner, 30% you, 30% the green card holder. But who will yes. run the show? The green card holder run the show. We are shareholders. It doesn't look like he's going to run the show, though, based on when I talk with you. You see the issue there? If tomorrow a conflict arises, though, and the green card holder says that you ran the show, you know what's going to happen? No. Yeah, I'll be deported. Well, yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, and, and but, but uh, the, so, to answer so, the question, can you mm -hmm. own a shares in the company and not run the show? And can you make the profits? The answer is yes, you can. Yes, yeah, being a shareholder, I can do that like a Tesla or any other company. But, uh, yes, so can I own the 30 percent? Can I own this 30 percent share and 40 percent from India, 30 percent from here? And, yeah, green card holder is the signing authority and run the show, right? Yeah, but I doubt whether you are going to run the show. No, I guarantee that. Okay. If that's the thanks. case, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks to be a Tesla owner. Good job, buddy. Tesla. <laughs> are you a Tesla stock owner? The next person. Uh, no, I wish, right? 30%. I can share 15% with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're 30% stock owner, I would have already known that. Uh, but if you own the Tesla stock, I, I, I purchased it five years ago. Though. I still hold it. Oh, good, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I, I, bet, I, I bet on that company for a long time ago. Yeah, especially before pandemic, whoever bought it, they are Oh, I bought, I bought this in 2015 or 16. Wow. Still oh, yeah. yeah. You, you beat everyone. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Next person, please. That's it? That's the only stock I purchased from 2000 to 2020. Single company stock. That's the only stock I purchased. Next person, please. That's yes. Could we change the end client and end client location for another state during the perm process? Absolutely. Not a problem. Is it a consulting company that you're working? Yes. Absolutely not a problem. Uh, second question, uh, do we need to keep the same job role and responsibilities if we are changing the end client during the perm process? You don't have to. So if you're so, working on Java and then you're going to move to SAP, not a problem. The question about the perm process is a future job, not the current job. So not the current consultant end client job, not the next end client job. Once you get the green card, what you will be doing it. Okay. Okay. So absolutely, I don't see any problem in your green card process or your H1B. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. What is the priority date? 2013, April. Okay. So you already filed the 485, right? Yes. Yes, EAD processing time is four months to about six months. Advanced parole, you never know. It may come with the EAD, or sometimes it may even take approximately 17 months. I meant uh, uh, the extension. So that's what I speak of. Yeah, that's what advanced parole end date is uh, December 2023. EAD mm -hmm. uh, end date is 2024 uh, December. So can I apply both now or just advanced parole? Hmm. Very good question. <laughs> it's taking if 10 you apply, months. Yeah, I would. I you can apply both and try to see if they will see if they will reject the EAD. At the most, they will reject the EAD, right? Yeah. The reason is that if they approve EAD in advance parole, then you're going to get for two years. If they don't, then you only get for one year advance parole. So yeah, try it. If at the most, what can they do? They'll deny the EAD. So what are the current times for your clients you have seen for- As I already told to you, four months to eight months is EAD and uh, anywhere between four months to 17 months is advanced parole. Next person, please. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, got the fingerprint appointment later. She left the USA, sent a withdrawal letter, not the decision. After the decision was made, was denied, what are the steps they need to make sure she's coming back this time? So it was denied after she left, is it right? Yeah, after she left, uh, uh, the fingerprint, uh, uh, this was done, uh, the fingerprint letter, uh, everything I applied online, bro. So uh, fingerprint got in June, uh, first week of 2021. Then I uh, submitted a withdrawal letter. Uh, I followed your uh, videos at the time. So yeah, you, you have to provide all the information with them, with mm -hmm. your mother. Mm -hmm. And uh, which air, which airport will she be coming through? Uh, yeah, most likely it will be Chicago. Or uh, yeah, if, if if you say something else, then I'll probably do like you know Dallas. Or yeah, yeah, that may be very good to, to provide for Dallas though. If you have okay. some cousin or somebody that can receive her there. Yeah, yeah. Chicago is the worst airport. Then all she right. has to bring all the documents. She may be taken into special 
room and they may ask a question you need to provide all these documents that okay. by the time she left the country her extension was still pending that is what she needs to prove okay. right so the the letter the decision letter in that uh, the usas officer said uh, you know a uh, matter of discretion uh, uh, because uh, official records show that she left on uh, 2020 november so there is uh, and she cannot satisfy the biometric requirement so that is the well, reason just, he said uh, I... yeah yeah but you just need to provide that information and okay. they are letting people in but it's just becoming difficult in that situation though okay but oh, she yeah. has to face the music there's nothing else okay. because she can't and, apply uh, the... for the visa status because she didn't violate any status oh she can apply right because there is upcoming right the next need, year she doesn't she doesn't need to Oh, right right but uh, anyways uh, her tenure uh, is going to come uh, it's going to end next year so probably i need to submit again but at the time also i need to provide all these documents right yeah uh-huh. because they okay right. yeah yeah thank you no. next person please hello Yes, uh, hello Rahul. Uh, yes, Rahul. I got uh, laid off from my company, uh, and my last working day was on t- June twenty eighth. They told me that they would give me severance till uh, July twenty sixth. So now I'm I'm a little bit confused as to what my last like when my grace period starts. Does it start on twenty eighth or July twenty sixth? Um, right now they're interpreting as July twenty sixth though. I, in- I haven't seen any officer interpreting as June twenty eighth. They're doing it as Ju- July twenty sixth. But if you can be conservative and get a job within June twenty eighth plus sixty days, that would be very good. But I have seen them interpreting as July twenty July twenty sixth though. Okay. Okay. So okay. Uh, thank you. That was my first question. My second question is like getting a job is my primary goal. Like, what are my other options in the worst case? Like. B two or uh, which? Because um, I have B two. B two would be a very better option, though. Uh, one second, because company circumstances. You have an I one forty approval, is right? Uh, no, I don't have. I only have H one B, but yeah, that can be extended by three more years. But that is in twenty twenty five. But yeah, yeah, B two would be an ideal option for you. Okay. Okay. You have X four okay. option? Uh no, no unfortunately no. B two is an ideal option for you. But if Next I go, if I go to sorry, one last thing, if I go to B two, if uh, if I get a job, I have to go back to India, get a stamping, and no. then come back. No, 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 no. Not required. Uh, okay. Not required. All right, Rahul. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Okay. uh and when people want to file a b2 application they can consult fill the online i539 put all make all the questions there and then you can consult me that will be much easier for you to go over how to uh, how to file a b2 and i can you can consult with me next person please thank you that is you can do it very near to your sexuality you don't have to do it right now imran khan Hello, Rahul. Thank you so much for giving this. Your form was pending, and I recently got laid off. I was uh, I was with the previous employer for eight years. They are considerate about I one forty. If they agree to file an I one forty, because my sixth year of H one B is ending, 
can an outside attorney file an I-140 with the documents? Well, why do you need an outside lawyer though? The, they are they are skeptical of using their own attorney. They are saying that you know, like you would have to pay, and you know, like the attorney needs to agree, etc. So I was just trying to find out all the options available. Well, yeah, if you, if you get the labor certification, you can go to external lawyer. You can come to us, and we can file it. Okay, but I, uh, I wish that you stick with the same lawyer. Though it's not that I don't want your money, but you need to understand getting your I one forty is more important. Okay, so uh, like if they agree, like do they need to provide any documentation, like a future uh, offer letter or etc. Or like they need to sign a document. They have an offer for you. They have to. How big is this company, or how small is this company? Uh, around like two thousand people. Yeah, they will have to provide their financial information and other things that are needed with it. That's where the problem comes in for you when you use an outside lawyer. Okay. Yeah, but you can use an outside lawyer. They are willing to take your money, but I would like you to stick with the company's lawyer. Okay, I have one one follow up question as well. So uh, there are like 60, 60 days remaining for my sixth year of H one, but I have mm -hmm. uh, spent around like eight months outside of US uh, in this. So you get that extra eight months. Okay. Yeah. So my question is that since the perm was pending and it was filed before 365 days, and if I go ahead and like transfer uh, my H1, I already found a job. So if I, they are filing my H1B transfer. So then on that, you'll get, you will get, you can apply for eight months plus, uh, you can apply for 10 months plus one year. Okay. Yeah. Seventh year. Okay. I will be eligible for it. Mm -hmm. that, that's right. If you have already completed one year on the perm. But wait a minute, is the perm approved or pending? No, it is still pending. Yeah, you can apply for one year and eight, uh, 10 months, sir. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think that was my question. Next person, please. Ravi Khan. Hey. Um, so the question is uh, if uh, once uh, the G I received the GC, how long can I stay outside of US? And how many, if I, uh, if I have to come back, how many days do I have to plan to be in US? I strongly recommend you maintain it under 180 days. And I recommend that you don't try to repeat that again and again and again. That means that don't keep on coming every 179th day and keep going like that. But if you mm -hmm. have any of those plans though, there is another mm -hmm. strategy you have to discuss with the lawyer. Okay. Um, like what kind of strategy should I ask for? Uh, you, you, you can discuss, you can have a consultation with me and then I will get you through so that you don't lose the green card. And then, okay. then the question that comes is that, is the citizenship important right now or it's, you don't care about it? If not, then you can apply for a re-entry permit. If yes, there are different steps that need to be taken. So if you're okay. planning to go for more than six months, consult a lawyer. If you're just going one trip and you're going for less than six months, you don't have to worry about it. You can go for stay there five months and 20 days and come back. Next person, right. please. Um, yeah. We will give, uh, my colleagues will provide you the link for consultation, okay? So okay. if anybody wants, uh, you can, you guys can book an appointment. My timings are there, guys, online. Um, so you can book any anytime. Any of those people who are not getting their questions fully answered, you can always make an appointment at any time. Next person, please. Ajay, Ajay. Hi, hi, hi Rahul. I filled out the Google sheet. Uh, I see the point what you're telling about 51 days, but you are in yeah. India at that point of time. But the problem is when you fill the perm application out, 
they won't know whether you are in India or not. Okay. So I am thinking of not providing that information there, the home application. But if you want to provide it, I want you to consult a lawyer. You see my point? Okay. Yeah. So let's say um, the next firm position requires two years. I have the five years, right? So still I need to include that experience? No, or? no. If, if the position requires only two years, you have 20 years. You don't have to, you know, if you don't include it, it's not going to be bad. You're still fine. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Anil? Yeah, hi, Rahul. I put the question in the Google Sheet. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on L1A with the company A and will complete six years max out in but you don't have six years max out. L1A is seven years max out. Company no, B no, no. six years. Company B filed a H1B doctor this year, got picked up from an approved petition. Company B also started the form process in parallel. Oh, pre WD in April 2024, company B is going to recruit in parallel to save time. Uh, so when is your oh, six year is expiring in September 2024? Okay. Oh, you have time. Sixty is for September twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. So next year, 20, September twenty twenty-two, my six years will complete on L one A. So they started with the PWD already. So they're going to do the recruitment in parallel. And if I get the PWD, so, so you, so company mm -hmm. A and company B are different, is right? Company and company B are different companies, is right? Yes, they, they are different. They are different. So in September 2024, if you don't get the I-140 approval, what do you want to do is your question. Can you switch back to L1B? Will company A take you back? Mm, no, that's what I... Basically, the problem is I cannot stay out of India. That is the problem. So company A probably will take me back because basically I'm, I'm working for company A. Company B is the client. So they have that understanding. Uh, company yeah. A is a consulting firm. Company B is a client. So, I see the um, point. I see the point. Yeah. So basically, I, I want to join only if the so, I want so, Right. Can you work for company B in India? Uh, no. Company B does not have any huh, office in India. Yeah. I do not want you to move to L company A also, though, because you would have completed six years by that time. And if you get your I-140, some of the officers won't approve your H-1B. Can you work for company A in India and company B continue the labor certification? Yeah, a company, I can go back to India and work on company A. That's not a problem. My question is, I mean, if let's say that uh, my I-140 is approved uh, sometimes. Let, say, me, let, me, let, me, let, let me tell you what you want. Though. You want mm -hmm. to stay in the United States for the long term. Yeah. Okay. The most probably H and company A is not going to file the EB1A for you. They haven't been doing that. So no, the question no, no. is, yeah. they're not doing it. So you yeah. just want to stick with company B. I know that. So mm -hmm. the best prob probably for you is for you to leave the country once the six year is done. Okay. okay. And there are many different ways you can come up creatively to extend the September 2024 deadline though. Okay, I mean, stay out of the country. That's like, right. Recapture the time, etc. Right, right. 
you can do that. You can even go outside the country and stay, work with company B and then. I want you to leave one week before you complete six years. For me. Okay. Don't ask questions on it. Okay. okay. But if you want more details, I want you to watch the video. And if you still can't figure it out, though, you may want mm -hmm. to have a consultation. It's better to have a consultation right now rather than mm -hmm. coming to me in September or August of 2024. Okay? Sure. Next person, please. Thank you. James? James? Hi. Oh, appreciate the opportunity. Um, yeah, James, my question is that James, like, you're working on TM visa. Um, yes. If you file an I-140 and 485, yeah, that definitely is a triggering. And but when is the TN expiring, James? The TN is expiring in March 2025. Okay, so when do you intend to file I-140 and 485? Right now, like uh, July or August. Well, you will get an employment authorization and advance parole. Why do you need to apply for a TN extension? Um, I heard the current date has has to be become current uh, within like five or five to eight years from now. So I believe that during this waiting time for a couple of years, there has to be a chance for extend my okay. TN for another three years. When when did you file? When did you file the POM labor certification? And what category did you file? In what EB3. category did you? EB three. Give me one second. Let me look in. So you can't, the prior date is not current right now, is it right for you? No, it's going to be like five or eight years from today. Wait. Give me one second. Let me look into the prior to date. I forgot it for. Okay. Well, the prior to date for the EB3 is February 2022. You actually filed. And the filing dates are actually May 1st, 2022. They're not accepting. It's not which country you're born in, James. China. Ah, that makes a whole problem here. Yeah, that's why there's a long waiting time there. Uh -uh. Yeah, because, because that's based on the, the country of birth, not country of... Right, 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 right. Yeah... I want. I don't want you to. So it's not I four eight five. It's I one forty. Yeah, the I one forty will. The I one forty will trigger an immigrant intent. You may have a problem in extending the TN visa. So what I would do is, I would not file the TN visa. I would not file an I one forty for you right now. I'll stay on. Uh, I'll stay on TN. We'll try to convert into H one B, and then I will start the journey of the green card. Yeah, that would be even longer though. It's safer, I agree, but it's <laughs> yeah, but I, you don't you don't have much option there. You're from China. So so you're saying that uh, is filing I-140 that triggers immigration intent? That is right. Th that's not uh, filing I-485 adjustment no, of status. No, no. Filing an I-140 oh, so... is an immigrant intent. Filing yeah, is filing yeah, I-140 so... is an immigrant intent. Right, that's, that's, that's something really confusing. I can I try to confirm my my no, my it's not attorney. It's very it's very clear, James. Filing an I one forty is an immigrant intent. I one forty okay. is an immigration application. 
Okay, all right. So my, my second question is that uh, uh, once I file I-140 and if I change job, um, would I be able to obtain a new TM from the new employer? No, they may not approve it. Oh my God. I Honestly, I got totally the opposite answers for both those two questions from you may not approve it. They may not, they may not extend your TM visa either if you're working with the same company. But if I change job to work for a different company, would I be able to get a still, TM from me? Still, you you have signed a document called a labor certification. You have filed an I-140. You have to disclose that you have I-140 approval, and they may not approve the transfer. So once I file I-140, I will not get a new TM from a new employer. I wouldn't say that you will not get 90% of the time, you will not. Sometimes in error, they may approve it. But yeah, they, you, okay. you, you should not get it. Okay, so the, the, the attorney from my, my employment uh, who is taking care of uh, this case, they told me that uh, filing I-140 has nothing to do with immigration intent. Um, they told me no, filing 485 no, is the immigration. Not right, that is not right. Next person, please. Thank you. Uh, by filing an I-140, you're declaring an immigration immigrant intent. So convert into H-1B and then you start the process again. Next person, please. Sorry? I got my F1 stamping right. into the. Uh, I got the F1 stamping into the 2021. I moved to H4 status. I got my H1 approved in 2022. I'm planning to get my visiting uh, a visa stamping for H1 with this month. And I'm currently doing. However, I am concerned they might call me for because I did not get the stamping for H4 visa. No, no, no. Uh, just because you did not get the H4 stamping, I don't think so. That's a reason for you to get, call for stamping. Could they call you? Otherwise, they could. But no, that doesn't worry me at all. Okay. Uh, uh, the reason why I was concerned because uh, uh, I have limited time off, and uh, if they call me for interview, it would take a longer time. Uh, so I just um, want. Sorry, to... what I'm telling is that is not the reason for them to call for interview. If they call you, it could be some other reason. Okay. Nothing Go wrong ahead. with you moving to H four, staying in the country without stamping, and now you got the H one B. Absolutely nothing wrong. Okay. Next person. Okay. Thank you. Brian? Hi. Uh, I put my question on the phone. I am not expecting any problem for you for H1B, for green card, visa stamping, form labor, I-140, change of status, extension of status for the 10 miles above the speed limit. I'm not expecting any problem whatsoever at all. You don't have to disclose that information to anybody. In fact, you should not disclose because in the I-485 instructions, it's clearly said you don't have to disclose that. In the N-400 citizenship form, they said clearly you don't have to disclose that information. Okay? okay. Thank you, sir. I will take the last person, guys. But if you can't speak with me, if you want to speak with me anywhere other than this Zoom call, there is a link my colleague is going to provide to you guys right now. You can make an appointment there and block your timings there, guys. Anji Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Sir. Yes, go ahead. I have, yeah, I have posted my question. Uh, this is about, uh, first one is change of address. This is for my wife. Uh, we have recently moved to new apartment where the same community, we have sent AR11 copy to once it's approved, can we consider a new home address as a work location address? Any other questions, recent side? Uh, yeah, uh, that's right. You don't have to file any LCA. If you change within 
40 miles, you don't have to do anything like LCA. AR11 is good enough. Okay. Yeah, AR11 another question. Automatically approved. No questions asked on it. Oh, okay. How we will come to know, sir, uh, that AR11 is approved from USCIS? It's just by filing an AR11, that's good enough. You don't need to do anything about it. Oh, okay. So okay. another question is, sir, recently we had a site visit for my wife uh, last mm -hmm. Tuesday and mm -hmm. uh, uh, from Dallas field office. And mm -hmm. she, she, she asked it 10 to, she was taking a, like as interview, 10 to 15 mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, after that, uh, on the same day evening, she was sent a one email with questionnaire and uh, requested documents. So we were uh, replied with all the documents and questionnaire. So how can we consider this site visit, sir, from USCIS verification? What do you mean? How can this you is consider for a, this? Yeah, actually, recently, for my wife, we filed an amendment, you, sir. You told, uh, me, you told me the site visit happened. What do you mean? What can you consider this? It's just normal. Site visit is just normal now. Oh, okay, okay. This is site visit was happened like, uh, you know, uh, last two months back, we filed for uh, amendment process. You told me that. so that's normal. That's normal site visit happened. They're checking whether oh. she's working with the same company or not, whether she has a job or not, whether she's working okay. in a gas station and saying that she's working in a computer science job, which is not right if she does that, but I don't think so. she's doing any such things is right. No, no, she was working in pharmaceutical company, global pharmaceutical one. Okay, of the global so she's listed. Company. So she's listed as a global working with that company. So she's good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Then. Thank you so much, sir. Thank we are good. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Uh, sorry, guys, we we cannot get to all the people, but if you want to make an appointment, the link will be open there for you for a while. If you can go to the link and you can make it. My timings are there. You can block your timings there, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.